Welcome to the Social Talk Podcast. Two Wisconsin social media nerds, Avery and Katie, keep it real and drop bombs about everything social media. Social Talk is a place where badass boss babes come together and learn about the good, the bad, and the real ugly truth about everything social media and enjoy a mix of the god-awful Midwest accents and raw, unfiltered truth about living in the frozen tundra. Hopefully by the time you guys are hearing this, I've figured out how to correct this like one-sided speaker issue. (laughs) So we normally record on Avery's desktop computer, but we decided to try something different today so we could sit in a more comfy, I almost said more comfier, shoot me now. More comfier. A more comfy locale. So we're using my laptop and uh, weird stuff is happening, so... (laughs) It sounds okay, though, so I think we're good. I'm going to die laughing if this is put out and one of our voices doesn't show up and it's only a one-sided conversation. It'll be interesting, at least. <laughs> Hopefully. Some some intrigue. <laughs> People will be like, uh... <laughs> we'll just have to... T- like, do you ever... When you're using, like, headphones or earbuds, do you ever only put one in? You want to know my new thing lately? Hmm. So... I've been going on walks because it's been, the weather's been amazing here in Wisconsin and (laughs) I'll bring my headphones and my phone obviously with me. I will be a mile down the road and realize I'm not listening to anything and I have my headphones in and my phone in my pocket and it's like, (laughs) I've been, so I have, I have all the headphones apparently except for wireless ones. I have no wireless ones. Um, I got over ear ones to use at work. Yep. And I definitely have been known to just not even plug it into my phone. Just put them on (laughs) so that it looks like I'm really focused on something as the signal to like, hey, don't fuck with me. I'm I'm busy. Leave the fuck alone. And it somehow doesn't work. Oh, that's so annoying. But I just like pretend like I can't hear people even though there's literally no sound. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. No one has to know. No. The, my concern is that if any of you are listening to, uh, with only one earbud in, you might only hear one of us. So just if if you can't hear anything right now, you're not gonna hear me say this. But put the other headphone in. And maybe it's my turn to say put the other headphone in because <laughs> you might not get both of our conversation. <laughs> we are we need a, we need a podcast editor to set all this shit up for us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in theory, I technically am, but um, yeah. We're just not tech savvy. I'm not tech savvy. I'm good at pretending I am. I can set up this super fancy setup at work that has like a mixer and like all sorts of weird shit, but <laughs> can't figure this out. So good luck to us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is the Social Talk podcast where we talk Welcome. about socials socials and talk (laughs) and talk about oh i have to tell you something funny so i saw this and i was like i gotta save this for the podcast so katie and i are both from wisconsin and we love to bitch about the weather Mm, and there's this girl who i follow shout out to die diana to die for oh Oh, yeah yes 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 she's from the south and she lives here in wisconsin and she posted a story the other day on her ig and she's like complaining how it's supposed to snow soon here and she goes 
wow, I think I've turned into a Wisconsinite. She goes, the Wisconsin people complain about the weather all the time. And I didn't we realize do. it, but we do. We totally do. And she called us all out, but now she's one of us. And so. we like, <laughs> we choose to put ourselves through this. Yeah, why? We get like, I, I was thinking about this. We get like three weeks of perfect weather a year. The, that's definitely that's the worst part about Wisconsin. Like, people are like, oh, it gets so cold there. But, like, at least you have nice summers. And it's like, well. No, we don't. We kind of have, like, both extremes. Like, okay, we don't get the 100, like, 180 day degree days that, like, the desert no, but gets. When the humidity but is 100. We get, yeah, we get, like, 95 degree days and high humidity for, like, half the summer. So when you and go one outside, day it can be sweating. that and the next day it can be 50 degrees and you don't like you can never actually put your winter wardrobe away because until like July but even <laughs> in July like we a couple years ago went up I'm not gonna say up north because it's like 30 minutes north of the Dells but <laughs> we went to a cabin up north um, in Adams County and we expected it to be beautiful because it was July and it had been before that so much so that there was so much algae in the lake that we couldn't swim in the lake. Ew. But it then rained the entire week and we had to go shopping in the Dells just to get sweatshirts oh, to wear for the week sucks. because it was so cold and none of us yeah, had packed any. Yeah. So like... You never know what it's actually going to do in Wisconsin, and you can definitely experience all four seasons in a matter of, like, less than 48 hours. Yeah, it's wild. But we don't have – yeah, we – I mean, our winters suck, and we get a lot of snow, but we don't have the tornadoes, like, down south is getting right now. Um, <clears throat> we have some years where we have the tornadoes. Don't say that. Stoughton had one when I remember in, like, high school. That was scary. I Too was – close to home. It – yeah. It uh, – we ended up with – so my parents' house is like maybe seven miles from where that from where it touched down, and that's close. We had so they used to own a dog kennel, so we had all sorts of land. Um, and after it, we walked the land, and like North Face rain jacket had been dropped down, and old checkbooks and stalks, like full cobs of corn. And, like, it was ridiculous. I was um, working at a car dealership as it was happening. And, you Ooh. know, lots of glass yeah. at a car dealership. And all the sales guys were like, Katie, come out here. This is so cool. There's corn falling from the sky. And I, like, oh my God, is that hid like in my office, ever. like, terrified. <laughs> so, like, yeah, we, we aren't Tornado Alley, but we do definitely get very severe weather. Yeah. Um, there was one in Verona, like, two years ago. Three years? No like four yeah. years ago now um yeah but they're getting them like every day down south yeah. and no we def we get tornadoes but not that bad we don't have the bugs i'll take some of the bugs other over mosquitoes yeah, any day but, like scorpions those are scary <sighs> but they run away from you mosquitoes love me yeah that's true they love like me i'll too. come back from going up to my cabin in the summer and look like i have the chicken pox that's true we don't have hurricanes nope thank god we do have polar vortexes and polar arctic blast whatever and we don't have earthquakes we have we get rain and we get flooding but i'm not in a my house right now doesn't get flooding in the basement thank god so no yeah we're i'm good knock on wood i'm gucci safe from (laughs) flooding where we are too for the most part but 
See, here we go again on the topic of weather. Always the weather. Okay, so <laughs> we've wasted way too much time chit-chatting. I hope you guys don't mind. Like, don't unplug us yet, please. <laughs> they haven't unplugged us yet. They're 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 with us. They're with us. If if you they're were lifers. skipping around, stop now. Okay, do we have you? Are you here? <laughs> um. So live video. I do like going live. Okay, so I have to tell this story because it. I feel like it has helped ease a lot of fears for people. So when I started in the online business world, um, it was 20... Well, I started in 2014, but this really all happened in 2015. So around that time, doing webinars was, webinars and like calls as like a teaching tool, this was before any live platform existed. That was like the big thing. Um, and I had a business coach at the time in like April 2015-ish. Um, she was on a call with me and she was like, Katie, like you, you got to do a webinar. Like you, you just have to a call, a webinar, something you have to do it. And I had an actual panic attack because I was like, there is no way in hell that I am getting on camera or putting this terrible sounding voice on anything that people can hear. Like I I can't do it. I refuse. I will find a way to build my business without doing these things that people say I have to do. Okay. So that was April. Okay. Fast forward, it was either like the end of June or beginning of July, Periscope dropped. Oh, yes. That's not even a thing anymore, is it? It is. It still exists. Really? I don't think people really use it, but it is still a thing. Um, and I was like, okay, like this live video thing, it, it's a thing. Like, I'm just going to do one webinar and see how it goes. And I turned my camera off. It was only my voice. I had PowerPoint slides up. And I survived. And then, like, a week later, I was like, okay, I, I did that. I, I can do a Periscope now. And I just dove into it. And it was terrifying, yes. And I think if I were to go back and watch any of those things now, <laughs> I would be so incredibly embarrassed. Oh. But, like... I started doing face like when Facebook Live rolled out in like what was it probably January February of 2016 somewhere around in there um I was doing live stuff all the time I in the winter of 2015 I hosted an entire course that was done completely via Zoom call with webcam um I podcast now like you can definitely go from that that like completely paralyzing fear of being on camera being recorded any of that and change it around to being like i i have no problem sitting down and podcasting today like put this mic in front of me and as you can hear i will clearly talk for hours on end (laughs) um put me in front of a camera and maybe for like two seconds i'll fumble over my words and like forget what i'm going to say but like i don't sit and shake like i used to and i don't have to like literally stop myself from having a panic attack to do it but you have to like face that fear and just do it as cliche as that sounds yeah like it only gets easier to do if you do it yep um I also found that so I'm a pretty confident person 
even going live scares me. I mean, it does. Every time I get on there, I'm always like, oh, and especially if I don't prep anything. Oh, yeah. so many people will tell me like, you're such a natural at live. And I'm always like, I didn't know what I was talking yeah. about. Whatever. Anyway, um, one thing that I've heard that helps a lot of people for f- getting over that fear is like doing a live with somebody else. Yeah. And going live. So like if Katie and I were to go live together, let's say, and I was scared shitless to get on that live. It's easier going live with somebody who has questions or who can prepare with you and you can or bounce ideas off of. Or who you can just have of. like a casual conversation with. Hence why we started a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Except for we're not, we're here in our scrubs, you know, sweatshirt and all. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see this right now. Uh, un- so unwashed much. hair, like yeah. fuzzy socks, you know, that's fine. It's all good. <laughs> that's, and that's the beauty of it. Like you, I used to like curl my hair and I had. Oh, screw that. I Well, okay. So that was part of my thing though, was like one of my biggest problems was I can't look not put together because I won't feel confident. So, I mean, I definitely did my fair share of webinars and lives with just like wet hair in a bun, hadn't showered in days, whatever, no makeup. But if it was one that I was really, really nervous to do, I would curl my hair. I would do makeup. I had, uh, not podcast, wearing lipstick while you podcast, doesn't matter. I had live (laughs) video specific lipstick. Oh my gosh. It was like bright pink. It made me look fantastic. It was like my, you know how like people have a power pose? Yes. It was like my power lipstick. Instead of power heels, I had on power lipstick. But guess what? I looked put together from the waist up. I was wearing shitty ass sweatpants on the bottom (laughs) and being comfortable as hell and like writing myself notes to not host a dance party in the middle of it so that people didn't, (laughs) I like didn't get up at my desk and people didn't see the sweatpants I had on. But like. Find what makes you feel super confident and comfortable. Yeah. If that means that you're wearing sweatpants, great. If it means that to feel good about yourself, you have to put on a full face of makeup, fantastic. But mm-hmm. if you are that latter, I want to push you to try getting out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and do one looking or feeling like shit. Yeah. Because you'll get to the end and find out that it's okay. Yep. I, I actually used to do that too. Like I always had to have my hair straight, my tops. I had to make myself look okay. And now, I mean, I am who I am. My bun usually is on the top of my head, usually. And 90, exactly. Katie has a bun in her head. <laughs> I got my scrunchie in my hair. But I'm to the point where now I just don't care. I right. don't I don't care because I am who I am and you're getting me as I am. And that's to me is what's important. And um, so going live, what are some tips you can give to our audience on how to prepare for going live? Write your, write yourself um, bullet points or an outline of some sort. Um, I always I had a notebook that I used for everything and it was just like everything went in there. So if I ever had to reference anything, I could find it super easily. Um, so I would I would normally, just do bullet points but if there was something that I was nervous about forgetting I would completely write it out um referring to that huge help yeah um think if if you're going to have a hard time answering questions on the fly think about um 
what kind of questions you might get during it and prepare answers for that. Mm-hmm. Think it through. Do you have any tips? For preparing, like, so when I prepare to go live, I always kind of, like you just said, have an outline. Sometimes if I'm, so if I'm in launch mode and I want to make sure I'm hitting on every single point, I will actually write out a script. Um, The value portion of things where I'm like, here's some tips on how to overcome this or whatever that looks like. I can honestly write down three points and then just talk out of my ass about the rest of fill in the blanks. Um, But when it comes to actually like selling. Needing specifics. Like like when I'm launching my, let's say one-on-one coaching, I need to make sure I'm hitting on every single pain point of my ideal client as well as the things that they get, the features, as well as then maybe eventually price or how to sign up. Those things, I can't miss a single beat on all that. So having a script has helped me. Um, Do you read it off of a piece of paper or do you use a teleprompter? Um, I use Google Docs. So the way I go live, well, on Facebook Live specifically, I go on Chrome on half of my portion of my computer and then the other half is either an email or a Google Doc where it has all my outlines of what I'm going to talk about. If I'm doing Instagram, I will have my Instagram or my phone like propped up with my computer behind it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, that's just what works for me. I guess. No, I ask because, um, a lot of my clients used to say like, I, I need a script. I need to be able to read it, but like, I can't just read off of the sheet of paper or whatever. So there are actually teleprompter apps that you can get to put on like an iPad. And I've seen it recommended like set it up, you know, behind the camera, whether you're doing it from your webcam or from your phone, like put it behind there. And then you have the teleprompter there telling you exactly what to say. Mm-hmm. My only problem with using a teleprompter is that because it's always rolling, mm-hmm. like you can't pause yeah. to like read and interact with the comments as yep. easily. Yeah. That's but, why I just use a Google Doc. Yeah. But if you're doing like a webinar or something where you're teaching something that might be helpful and yeah. it might ease some of your fears. Definitely. Definitely. What about like, like prepping yourself mentally? So (laughs) my audience should know this, but the way that I prep this, and this is what I find works for me is no matter if it's a sales call, if it's a coaching call, if it's me going live, it's me presenting myself in any form. I always have like a dance party and I will always turn on (laughs) Post Malone and always dance to that. And it's like my hype music to get me like, okay, I can do this. Let's go. Um, but if I don't mentally prepare anything, like if I'm just like, okay, we're going to go live right now, right. that is when I do terrible. So for me, it's, it's making sure I'm in the right headspace. I know what I'm talking about and put position myself as an expert and like have that conversation with myself of like, let's go, you know, you can do this. Here are your talking points. You will be fine. Um, my yeah. mindset is something I've had to work on a lot lately. And so it's just... I guess finding what works for you and not everybody yes. like loves post Malone, but like make having, yourself a pump up playlist. Yeah. Or like have a dance party or have like, do you need to meditate for five mm-hmm. minutes before you go live? <laughs> Sorry. I had to. <laughs> Katie just took a picture or a video or something. 
Um, cause you know, we're socials queens. Yeah. Ooh, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> um, anyway, how do you prepare? So I mentally? definitely had a pump up playlist. It was like all confidence type songs. Um, and I would normally, and granted this was back in the day when lives were new. Um, I used to always open it with like a dance party and not get into the topic right away. Mm-hmm. I do not recommend that anymore. Like get straight into it. But um, definitely that if I am helping one of my staff members go live, like I will tell them just like shake it out, shake everything out, um, get rid of those jitters And then, like, think about how you are most comfortable. Are you most comfortable standing up? Are you most comfortable sitting down? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you, like, what works the best for you? And do that just so that you feel as comfortable as possible. Yeah. I work the best. Also, another thing to consider when you're going live is lighting. Mm -hmm. So where I have a laptop and a desktop computer and I also, you have to please note if you are going live on your computer, you, and you have an Apple computer, you have to use Chrome. Um, Safari does not work. And I didn't know that. So I was about to prepare for a live scrambling the first time I did it because I didn't have Chrome. Oh no. Um, it ended up being fine. It was okay. But that, that type of stuff being prepared for that, knowing that stuff, test it out. The great thing about lives too, is you don't have to save them. You can delete them. Um, Instagram gives you the option. If you're going live in Instagram, it gives you the option of, um, saving it and posting it for 24 hours or, just not sharing it like the people who are on your live are the only ones who get that information and then that's it so if you absolutely hated your live you don't have to save it so that's a great thing but yeah you do want to consider lighting you want to Mm -hmm. consider where you're positioning yourself um make sure your head's not cut off um if you don't want your full body that's perfectly fine right so so for lighting um you know i always just rigged it up with putting an extra lamp right next to me Mm -hmm. i didn't have the room for any um fancy lighting equipment like I wanted to get a ring light I had nowhere to put it where it would be close enough to work just with how my desk was set up um there are options out there ring lights are fantastic they make you look like the perfect Instagram filter can I shout out Shalene Johnson yeah she did this um that's where I learned it from the ring light or Mm -hmm. what the ring light um no this is a cheap option oh you can they have rope lighting that mm-hmm. you can just literally put around your computer there you, you go you could like t- if you're looking for a cheap option yeah ring lights can get expensive there is a ring light that you can clasp to your phone mm-hmm. I, have I have one of one. those they're actually really, there's one in my backpack it's they're dead really right small now, but. but they're they do they get the job done and it's it whatever if you need if a you're recording from your phone you yep. can get a lumi case Oh, that'll yeah. put light around yeah. it that's built the same into the thing case with, like, putting rope light yeah around that's your what computer. made me think of it yeah, yeah. um so. but you can also again like make it work go outside if you have to lighting yeah, outside is normally the best <laughs> um sit at your kitchen table bring an, an extra like tabletop lamp in whatever but lighting does definitely make a difference yeah you want people to see who you are right not you sitting in the dark right and if so. you can afford to get um one of these things in front of me. What am I holding? A microphone. <laughs> um, the word wasn't coming to me. Or even using um, 
like Apple earbuds yes. with the microphone built in. Anything to help improve the audio is going to help a ton. Yeah. I recently did a live, oh, and it was on my phone and I remember actually sitting in this chair next to me and I was, I had it propped on my computer and I didn't realize that my phone was the sound where the microphone was, was being plugged by my computer. And so people were like, we can't hear you. And I'm like, what the hell? Why? I'm right here. Like I'm, I'm not doing anything different. Um, I put my headphones in and it was perfect yeah. and it was, they were fine with my yeah. um, Instagram live, but yeah. So think about your sound. Think about like, if you are, you don't want to be in like a Starbucks. I mean, if you have to, you have to, but don't be in a Starbucks where it's so busy and so loud and everything is echoey. Um, think about your lighting. Natural light is best. I sit at my kitchen table because of the light that comes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, think about where you're posi- positioning yourself in that live. Like, is it chest up? Is it full body? Is it just your face? Um, I know things will be different depending on the platform, but, and then when tips to just prepare for live, just make sure you have your outline. If you need a script, you need a script. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Um, yeah. And the more natural you'll feel, even though I swear it never feels natural. <laughs> no. But also, if you are nervous that no one's going to tune in or like no one's going to ask the right questions, get your get all of your friends who are in the same industry or like all your homies, all my homies always pop on my live. I'm always like, hey, I'm about to go live. Can you hop on and ask me those questions or hype me up? Like, Well, and the other thing is I cannot tell you how many lives I did where no one was on live, but... On Facebook, for example, that's going to stick around for a while. Yeah. And so people can watch the replay. With the ag- the government agency I work for, yeah, okay, we get quite a few followers live, but the vast majority of our views come from the replay. Yep. So, like, don't stress about it. And also, like, no one's going to know if no one was watching. Yep. 100%. Like, no one's going to know. Yeah. They can't see how many people watch. Only it. you can. So don't right. take yourself out over that. Right. And not everybody can tune in live. It, like I have a hard time remembering that. Like when I have one or two people just showing up, it's it's kind of like, wait, what? Right. You know, but then it's people can't tune in live all the time. Think about every time you go and watch a live that is a recording, not the actual live. Right. So also another, this is actually goes off of all of this. Another tip for planning out your life is planning the right times yes. depending on who your ideal client is or who your audience you are trying to target is maybe it's better to go live at night right. maybe like for me yes you want to keep it convenient for you but like if you're trying to sell maybe you go live at night and you t- you sell to the people who work a nine to five and so you go live at let's say seven o'clock when they're off of work and can actually tune in right so one other thing about um prepping your equipment and your space um in terms of like if you're using your phone for example where to put it lots of options you can prop it up on something there are little tiny desktop um, phone holders there are little tiny desktop tripods or you can get a full-size tripod i got a full-size tripod an amazon basics one for like 20 bucks yep i think i bought mine for 30 it's not a great one if you're like using it for video because the telescoping isn't super smooth but if you're having it in a stationary spot it's great you can get a like five dollar adapter to hold your phone get a tripod yeah tripod has been a game changer for me yeah for sure and even like this is totally not about going live but (laughs) 
planning your pictures out if you if you don't yeah. have somebody to take pictures for you tripods are great so they're yeah. multifunctional absolutely um, mine has like an extender where it has a base like a, a tiny little tripod like um that is what two feet off of a desk but then it has a base where it can extend so it's sitting up like four feet off mm-hmm. the ground so it's more eye level so there's yeah, definitely a lot of options does. but definite options for that um okay so i'm gonna drop a piece of knowledge on your hair boom let's hear it and it hurts my soul to say this Uh oh but in the past Uh oh you have probably heard especially for facebook film horizontal live pre-recorded video anything and everything do horizontal I was at government social media con a couple weeks ago. And <laughs> such a nerd. I love it. I, I'm such a nerd. Um, a person, the government liaison for Facebook who works specifically on all of the government accounts said vertical video is king on Facebook now. I believe it. Because it takes up your entire phone um, when you're scrolling. Yeah. It's, it's a scroll stopper. And something like 85% of people view social media on their phone. So you need to be thinking about people viewing on their phones when you're doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. I believe that because that's what they say about like Instagram photos too. It's not just about a square anymore. You can extend it. So it's long. So like, like a hot dog bun style. (laughs) I Um, still prefer square Instagram images. But when you do it longer, like a long rectangle, you take up more of the feed. Yeah, I know. So that's kind of the same thing. But I believe that. And then the beautiful thing about that is... Less editing. Well, less editing and flashback to a prior episode, you can very easily repurpose for IGTV. Yes. This is launching May. That episode launched May. Oh, man. First, second, second. Whatever that week. Somewhere around in there. Yeah, first week (laughs) of May. So... Despite what everyone has previously said, I have drilled into my staff, like, film horizontal. Yep. Um, Vertical's coming back. But, that being said, Twitter still wants horizontal yes. video. And... Yes, they do. YouTube Live is going to have to be horizontal if you're doing YouTube Live. And LinkedIn Live is coming, and that will almost certainly also have to be horizontal. So think about your platform before you position your camera linkedin live what a concept they are like four years late yeah sorry yeah linkedin's a little ancient it's coming back oh it's we're ha- seeing big things happen with it at work i think there's certain businesses absolutely yeah. shout out to my bank client that i have <laughs> they're on twitter and i'm like i manage their social media and i'm like that's okay, but you're not going to see an ROI from Twitter because you're not on it. I'm not on it all the time, right? Right. You should be on LinkedIn. So th- think about where your audience is too. Yeah. I can't stand LinkedIn. Yeah. So <laughs> just to cover again, we have Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live, Twitter Live slash Periscope, which are one and the same. LinkedIn Live? is coming. It's coming. It's available for some people. Um, but I think you have to be one of the really big accounts right now to have it. Wouldn't be me. <laughs> um, are we forgetting any others? I mean, the same rules go for Pinterest, this no. as would go if you're hosting a webinar, for example. Yep. 
Um, and who knows, next week about... there could be like five new live streaming platforms with the way Absolutely. those things happen. Yeah, this could be outdated by the time it's yeah. launched. But another thing to think about too is back to our going back to our podcast episode about repurposing. I would highly recommend listening to that because your lives can be turned into a regular video. Uh, for instance, Instagram Live. When you are done with Instagram Live video, there's in the top right corner, there's an option to hit save. You can save that and then upload your live to IGTV and you are literally repurposing it. But then you can also take it and post it on Facebook as a video. Yeah. Post it on YouTube as a video. Mm -hmm. You can take information from it and And turn it into content. Write write it out for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Email. email, newsletter your blog um you can turn it into a podcast yeah i used to i thought about i never ended up doing it but taking my facebook lives cutting out the video just using the audio and boom podcast episode yeah oh we should do that yeah (laughs) that's a lot of work but yeah we'd have to set up some camera situation yeah yeah actually okay so i want to make a shout out to the new toy that i've discovered if you have the money to invest, which I know that a lot of people <laughs> listening do not, and that's totally okay, use what you have, make it work. Um, there is, if you want to invest in a camera specifically for live streaming, and or you want to invest in a camera and you want to start doing more production with your lives, there is software that you can buy that lets you like add in graphics and shoot to PowerPoints and like do different cameras and all of this cool stuff. Um, but there is a new camera out there that lets you, hello, <laughs> sorry, we're, we're Snapchatting over here um, or maybe Insta-storying. Um, this new camera lets you do all of that stuff via the camera itself um, and you don't have to buy the software on the side. It's called Mevo, M-E-V-O. Um, and they're not that expensive. I mean, they're a little pricey. If you buy the recharge, the base that um, lets you plug in via Ethernet, which having a great connection is key when you're live streaming. Um, If you buy the extra base that lets you Ethernet plug in and also extends your battery life, it's like $500. But if you get just the camera itself, the camera itself is only $200. And it lets you shoot from multiple angles. And it's really cool. Mine is coming on Monday, so I'll be able to share a little bit more about its awesomeness in the future. Um, but it looks really neat, and it's what it's actually what E News and Tasty or oh. Tasteful, I think, use for all of their stuff. I could see that. Like they don't use a giant production situation; they just use this camera that like puts everything in the palm of your hand. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So if you're looking to do something like that, that is an option. Um, but definitely using what is at your disposal is great. Um, length of time for these broadcasts. Have Ooh. you looked into this at all? I well, only know it, it for Facebook. I only it know shifts. it for Facebook. <clears throat> okay, so I know that Instagram, I don't know if you knew this, Instagram caps you at an hour. I did know that. Um, that you are only, that's your max, which... I okay. I have recorded an hour long at live. Bless those people's heart who stayed on with me. 
Um, but I've also tuned into some that have been an hour, which is right. crazy that like to know you sat there listening to somebody for an hour, but it's right. like a teaching session, you know? Right. So, um, but if I was to go live, so I guess it might depend on which channel and like, for instance, a Facebook page versus a Facebook group might be different. See, I think for Facebook, no matter where you're doing it, it's the same. So it used to, 12 minutes used to be the optimal. Okay, what's what's five minutes it's now? It's eight now. Ooh, man, I would go way over that. But we've seen that even when we do like 20 minute ones, they tend to do really well. And part of that is, okay, so you're not going to have people watching the entire length of it. But it gives Facebook enough time to find an audience to get them to tune in live for you before it's done. We've done short ones and they've done terribly. And trying to convince my staff of this has been really difficult because it kind of goes against what we tell everyone about videos. Videos need to be 90 seconds or less because our attention spans are short. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking directly to someone and actually using that opportunity to engage, you're going to keep people interested and tuned in. On the replay, they might not watch the whole thing. But we found that our average watch time is about three times as long on a live video as it is on a pre-recorded. I could see that. I So for my Facebook group, I specifically go live once a week, which I think I'm actually going to change that to two times a week because that's where my audience gets really engaged and they right. learn a ton. Yeah. Um, plus they learn how I teach in my style. Anyway, um, but my videos are on average like, <laughs> hate admitting this, like 20 minutes. That's not bad, though. And sometimes even 30. I think most of ours where I work generally end up being about that. Yeah. I've been on live. Actually, two weeks ago, I was on live for 45 minutes. And I was like, someone tuning in afterwards, that's a little long. A month ago, we, I won't say, we we did a live for um, like a graduation for some of our staff. Mm-hmm. And um, it was an hour and a half long ceremony. Oh, and I Facebook lets you? You can actually, I think the maximum is like 24 hours on a Facebook Live. If there is a max. It might be unlimited on I Facebook. I guess. Because like, you know, you think about like, let's say government stuff. If they're if they're taping an uh, inaugural speech, blah, blah, blah. Like, or like if there's a burning building. Mm-hmm. News channels go yeah. longer a lot of times. That so makes sense. We did an hour and a half. It didn't do great. It definitely was not the correct thing for a Facebook Live. And we'll be probably moving it to a YouTube Live next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did Facebook Live because that's what they've always done. Um, we kept it interesting by having multiple cameras. And we used some software that let us bounce between those cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, the software was called vMix. Um, but there's some other softwares out there like OBS and there's like five or six others. Um, I would not recommend going for that long unless you have something that is really, really captivating. Yeah. I agree. Because and if you're not like, I mean, look, even from my own experience, if you're not tuning into that live that we, I mean, are you really going to listen to 45 minutes of that? Right. Or are you really going to tune into all 20 minutes? I don't know. Some yeah. things to think about. And also, when you do record your lives, they don't have to be long. Like, start out slow. If you're brand new to going live, just start out with two to three minutes. Mm, I would say try, aim for at least five. 
I was trying to be nice. Jeez. Well, <laughs> it's just challenging you. Two to three minutes just isn't really long enough for Facebook to build you an audience. And so you're not going to have anyone on live. Like they, I was just they, trying to be nice. Well, I want people <laughs> to be successful, though. And yeah, I like I, that's true. I know how frustrating it is to have no one on live. That's why you get your homies. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't get there's so much competition in the news feed right now mm-hmm. that going live for only two to three minutes isn't enough time to get a point across and also get an audience having you show up in the news feed. So unless you have people who you know will be able to tune in live and you tell them ahead of time, like, this is when I'm going live, mm-hmm. um, I would aim for a minimum of five minutes. Um, and it's okay. Like, I always, I try to make a really big deal of at the beginning, like, get straight into it and say, here's what we're covering today. But then also recap at the end so that anyone who tuned in in the middle can kind of get the gist of whatever they missed. That's usually what I do in my lives. Like I'll start out exactly and say what I'm covering. And then every, let's say there's three topics I'm going to cover or three different points I want to make while I'm going through those. If people skip ahead, I'll be like, so I covered this and this, and then now we're going to talk about this and then like repeat myself at the end say, this is, these are the three things and then blah, blah, blah. So Eat as I go along, it's like if people do happen to skip, they at least know what I what I did say and spent my time saying. Right. So absolutely. But yeah, I challenge you guys to start going live. You need to do it. And like the way that algorithms are cha- constantly changing, and they keep saying video is king, and it, it has been, and it still consistently is getting bigger. Now is the time to do it. So get your ass online. I mean, it clearly isn't actually the case, but back in. 2016 it would have been um zuckerberg came out then and said that within five years so that would be within a couple more years um years yeah there would be no more written content on facebook and it facebook would be 100 percent video content i don't foresee that happening i don't see it happening either but it is becoming more and more relevant Mm. and it does it's effective yeah like we get some of our best viewers i mean we get our best viewership on videos in general but some of our best stuff is done via live video in terms of engagement and how many people we reach and how many people we convert um our when i say conversions for us it's clicking to a link for more information but um i think it really is the most effective medium that we have right now yeah I could see that. Cool. Well, if you guys have any questions about live video, I know we've crammed a ton of information into this one. It's gotten a bit long. Apologies, but also, like, we know you love us, so (laughs) it's totally okay. Um, If you guys have any questions, shoot us an email, socialtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a DM on the Instas. um, Or Twitter. Or Twitter. So on Instagram, we are socialtalkpodcast. On Twitter, we are socialtalkpod. Um, message us, rate, subscribe, and review. I always forget what words I have to say there. (laughs) Rate, subscribe, and review. Um, We really appreciate it on whatever channel you're listening to this on, be it uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, We really appreciate it. And let us know what you want to hear in the future because we really do want to make sure that we're covering the topics you want to talk about. 
Yeah. Bye. Bye.